Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, March 11th, and this is for March 11th through March 17th. Today, Saturday, we are experiencing a lovely Venus-Mars sextile. Venus is at 23 degrees Aries. Mars is at 23 degrees Gemini. In other words, Venus and Mars are 60 degrees apart. And when two planets are 60 degrees apart like that, they call it a sextile. And a sextile is an easygoing aspect. So Venus is helping smooth over some of the aggression that Mars brings to the table. And Mars is invigorating Venus as well. So Venus and Mars are happy. And this influence will last through most of the day today. It's a good time to connect with people, take a lighter approach to life, get out in nature, just do something pleasant, whatever that means for you. That sounds great. Yeah, a lot of pleasantness out there. We have another sextile later today when Mercury will form a sextile with Uranus. That will be exact around 1 p.m. Pacific time. So the planet of communication and the planet of innovation and surprises will be forming a harmonious aspect as well. So there's a lot of mental energy in the air today, too. Mercury represents mental energy, and so does Uranus. It's a good day to share ideas and brainstorm. You might make a strong mental connection with someone. Uranus always has the potential to bring some shakeups and unforeseen events along with it. So our day-to-day could be a little disrupted as a result, or things might not quite go the way we plan. Hmm. But in that case, just go with the flow if you can. And we have a third A third positive aspect working in our favor today. Jupiter is forming a conjunction with Chiron. Both Jupiter and Chiron are at 14 degrees Aries. So when Jupiter, the golden retriever of the Zodiac, (laughs) the planet that has never had a bad day, gets together with Chiron, the asteroid which represents our deepest hurts and wounds, there's potential for great healing. Really, really powerful, wonderful stuff. And this conjunction between Jupiter and Chiron only happens about once every 14 years. Mm. So hopefully you're feeling some of that positivity today. I actually am. Yeah, you're feeling some? I'm, I'm feeling it. It's nice. Yay. Yeah. And on the other side of things, the moon is in Scorpio this weekend. All right. So Scorpio's the oh, other yeah, side of things. There's always a lot of things going on at once. You know, astrology is a blend. It's a collage. Mm-hmm. There's always, you know, something easygoing stuff, the things you have to work at a little bit. Uh, but the moon entered Scorpio around 4 p.m. Pacific time yesterday, March 10th, and it will remain in Scorpio until the wee hours of Monday, March 13th. And I probably don't need to remind you, but we are still in Pisces season. Mm -hmm. And Mercury is in Pisces, too. That's a lot of water energy out there. We're working with emotions this weekend. You know, when Pisces and Scorpio get together, we will be in our feels. There's just no getting around it. So don't be surprised if someone wants to have a heart-to-heart conversation this weekend or if you're looking to get something off your chest. I mentioned that there are some really positive, exuberant aspects today, but we could also be feeling a bit vulnerable this weekend. Mm. There could be a little suspicion (laughs) thrown into the mix as well. And remember, the moon is technically in its fall when it's in Scorpio. It's not an easy placement for the moon. It's not an easy placement for our emotions. So try to find the positivity in things and try to err on the side of trusting people people and situations as opposed to seeing the worst. Sunday, March 12th, the Scorpio moon will have a sort of up and down day. It'll mostly be up. It'll form nice aspects with Mercury, the Sun, Neptune, and Pluto. 
but it will also form a quincunx with Mars and Venus as well. With the Moon in Scorpio all day Sunday, the 95th Academy Awards could have an especially serious tone to it, unlike that fun, laid-back, easy-going Oscar ceremony we all got to enjoy last year. Yeah, you're kidding, right? I am. I'm guessing <laughs> this year's proceedings will be less traumatizing and hopefully a bit less violent, but the Scorpio moon will likely bring a serious tone to things, and with the Sun and Mercury in Pisces, I'm expecting some especially heartfelt speeches. With Pluto moving into Aquarius on March 23rd, that's just uh, 11 days from now, that's going to once again spark power struggles in both the U.S. and around the world. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised to see at least a couple of speeches call for peace and unity. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I'm going to predict that no one gets slapped this year. I still cannot believe that. I'm still not over it. This is one of the most bizarre moments in pop culture history. I will never get over it. Friendly reminder that life is absurd. I think as humans, we always want to make sense out of everything and rationalize everything. We, we do our darndest to do. We do a pretty good job of that, too, actually, I would say. But yes, but life is absurd. Yes. <laughs> it just is. Um, speaking of, I don't know if this is really a transition, but um, I mentioned at the top of the uh, of the podcast that Elmi is a Scorpio, and she's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, as a Scorpio, yes. and since we are talking about the Oscars already, who do you think or, or what movie do you think is going to win Best Picture tomorrow? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Sounds good. No question. I think that's a lock. Okay, so you feel like that's a lot. What about Best Actor? Who who you got there? Best Actor's a little different. Best Actor, I think, right now is between Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler. I think, sadly for me, Colin Farrell's no longer in the mix. I thought he was phenomenal, but I see it going to either Fraser or Butler. Both have picked up some serious momentum. Fraser with the SAG Award, Butler with the BAFTA, and both have gotten a lot of praise. And I think probably Fraser, but I wouldn't be surprised if it were Butler. Hmm. I mean, Butler would be quite a, quite a surprise, but you said he is, seems to be getting some momentum right now and, and could sneak in there. He's gotten a lot of momentum. He got the Golden Globe. He got the BAFTA. He's been getting a lot of praise from his fellow peers and Academy voters, and I don't think it would be that big of a surprise. I Mm. still think, though, that it's probably going to go to Fraser, but this is one of those races where I think it could go to anyone. Yeah, if Butler already has the Golden Globe and the BAFTA, you're right. Yeah, that wouldn't necessarily be a surprise, but we still have to see Elvis. We haven't watched it yet. We haven't. That is definitely on the list, so... Yeah, I, I haven't actually seen his performance. That's a good point. I did see Colin Farrell's. I did see Brendan Fraser's. I didn't see Paul Mescal's. I heard his performance was amazing. I didn't see Bill Nye's. I heard his was amazing, too. Still, based on the feedback that I've been reading and what I've been seeing, I think right now the race is between Fraser and Butler. Nice. And while I would like to get your opinion on every single award they'll be presenting <laughs> no. tomorrow night, in the interest of time, I'll just ask one more. As a Scorpio, who do you think will take home Best Actress? That one also seems pretty open right Right now, I could see it going to Yo. I could see it going to Blanchett. I could even see a surprise with Andrea Riseborough. I, hmm. It's this is another one that seems very open to me. Right now, it seems like it's between Blanchett and Yo. 
And I don't know who's going to get it. If I had to tell you right now, I would say yo, but I could see it going to Blanchett too. It's This category is not a lock. The only one I'm certain of is Best Picture. So as a Scorpio, Almy knows for certain the Best Picture is going to go to Everything Everywhere all at once. Sure. And after that, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, as always, Almy, thank you for sharing your Scorpio perspective. We appreciate it. And that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As a Scorpio, though, if Top Gun Maverick wins... Uh, that would be amazing. I just don't think it will. Mm, well, here I hope it does. I, I'd like to see you uh, jumping up and down on the couch. He's a fellow water sign. He's yeah, a Cancer, that's Scorpio, right. both that's water right. signs. All right. Well, let's take a look at this upcoming week. And for both this upcoming week and the week after this one, these are the weeks where, astrologically speaking, you're going to want to wear a helmet. The winds of change are blowing. There are big time cosmic shifts coming our way. And because we are still in Pisces season, you can expect there to be a decent amount of confusion <laughs> that initially comes with these changes. But for now, let's take a look at Monday. Monday, March 13th, as I mentioned earlier, the moon will leave Scorpio in the wee hours and enter Sagittarius Monday morning. The Sagittarius moon forms a square with Saturn around 1.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's a cranky, sometimes depressing sort of aspect, but you'll most likely be sleeping through it if you're in the U.S. at least. Nice. So maybe you have an annoying dream during this influence, but that's about it. There are no other aspects on Monday. The moon will be in Sagittarius all day Monday, and if the Scorpio moon did take you to some of the deeper realms of your emotions and your psyche over the weekend, hopefully the optimistic, upbeat, freewheeling Sagittarius moon will pull you out of those doldrums, but not much happening on Monday. Tuesday is a different story. Mm. Tuesday, March 14th, the Sagittarius moon is incredibly busy. It will be forming seven aspects over the course of the day. It seems like a lot. Is that a lot? It's it's above average. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's above yeah. average. And pretty much all of the planets want nothing to do with the Sagittarius moon right now, as the moon will form squares with Mercury, the sun, and Neptune, and then the moon will oppose Mars. So Tuesday, if you can, is a day to take things slow. Mm because the Sagittarius moon carries a lot of exuberance and can have us feeling upbeat and empowered and racing around and wanting to explore and try new things. But the planets that are currently in Pisces, that would be Mercury, Neptune, the Sun, oh, and Saturn, uh, they're going to put the brakes on Sagittarius's enthusiasm. Pisces is not as interested in the fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants mentality that Sagittarius brings to the table. And with the Sagittarius moon opposing Mars and Gemini as well, our dreams and desires could feel a little stymied on Tuesday. But these squares, they also get things going. Squares bring friction to things and shake things up. So Tuesday could be an especially active day, but mm. also a day where maybe you feel like you're spinning your wheels or you feel like you're running in place. Also on Tuesday, an aspect that could further confound things is that Mars will be squaring Neptune. Mars represents our drive, our passions. It's that go-for-it energy. And when it's bumping up against Neptune like it will be on Tuesday, it can doubt itself and become indecisive. So both the moon and Mars will be feeling out of sorts on Tuesday. That means our mood and our actions will be out of balance. And because of that, we could become frustrated and reactive. Uh -oh. Yeah, so try to slow down when you can on Tuesday. Remember to breathe and know that when the moon enters Capricorn on Wednesday, maybe that's the day you can get some clarity on things. Mm. But if you're looking for clarity on Tuesday, man, that is a big ask. Uh -oh. That is a tall order on Tuesday. Okay, noted. <laughs> Yeah, go with the flow. And if you're not getting the yes and no or no answer you're looking for, don't fight it on Tuesday. It's, it's not coming. Wednesday, March 15th, looks to be much more grounded. The moon
moon will be in Capricorn. Capricorn loves grounded energy. It is an earth sign. It loves the earth. It loves dirt, soil, ground, all that <laughs> stuff. And the moon will form a sextile with Saturn around 7 a.m. on Wednesday, bringing even more groundedness to the table. Saturn has two speeds, slow and slower. So emotionally, our collective mood will finally start settling down after Tuesday's whirlwind. The Sun and Neptune will form a lovely conjunction around 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Both the Sun and Neptune will be at 25 degrees Pisces. And when two planets, or in this case a planet and a star, since the Sun, yes, is a star, mm -hmm. when they're in the same sign at the same degree, that's called a conjunction. And in this case, our conscious mind, the Sun, and our unconscious mind, Neptune, will merge. And the hope is that our feelings and our ego will be in harmony. Mm. Neptune has a dreamy quality about it, too. Neptune is that part of life that we can just never quite put our finger on. You know, it has a magical quality about it, but also an elusive quality about it. So when the sun and Neptune get together, that could be an especially mystical day. Mm. You could have some kind of chance encounter with someone or on Wednesday or just some kind of funky, unusual experience. But... Don't be surprised if something out of the ordinary happens on Wednesday. Interesting. Okay. Thursday, March 16th appears to be just another chaotic looking day. When I, when I was looking at what the planets are doing on Thursday, I wrote down holy buckets. I just wrote down holy buckets exclamation point. <laughs> okay, great. And that's the Cliff Notes version <laughs> for Thursday. If you remember nothing else I suggest for navigating this Thursday, just remember holy buckets. You're scaring me. No, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm not even sure where to dive in here, but you have to start somewhere. Okay. So Venus will be entering Taurus on Thursday. Okay. Taurus is one of Venus's home signs, the other being Libra, of course. So in the long run, Venus is going to be happy in Taurus. But on Thursday, when it's shifting from Aries into Taurus, Venus could have a real edge to it. Venus will be leaving Aries, a sign that it's not comfortable in. So Venus is actually happy to be leaving Aries. But when, when Venus is at that last degree of Aries, they call that the critical degree. It's the 29th degree. Venus is, you know, is the planet that's supposed to bring diplomacy to things. But when it's changing signs like this, especially when it's leaving Aries, its tongue could be especially sharp. Or it could be looking to slap someone. Right. Uh, yeah, incidentally, you know, on March 27th, 2022, the night of the Oscar slap, Mercury entered Aries that day. That's right. Now, granted, yes. yeah, granted that's a different planet. That was Mercury. You know, we're talking about Venus here. Right. But when Mercury or Venus or Mars or any planet, whatever the planet, if it's entering a sign or leaving a sign the day that it makes that transition, it can be an especially edgy day during that transition. And social niceties can go out the window pretty quick, especially when Aries is involved because Aries will always stand up for itself. Mm -hmm. Aries will always want to defend itself. Mm -hmm. So don't be surprised if people take things the wrong way on Thursday or if they take things way too personally or maybe you'll find yourself taking everything especially personally on Thursday. So there's that. And that's just the beginning. Because also on Thursday, Mars, the ruling planet of Aries, is not going to be happy. It's going to be forming squares with the sun and Mercury. As a result, we might not be feeling as confident as we usually feel. We, we might not feel as cool, calm, and collected as we normally do. Things might really get to us on Thursday. And with Mars forming a square to Mercury on Thursday, 
that's going to further complicate communications. Our ability to smooth things over with words might not be there. You know, Venus is squaring Pluto on Thursday as well, because why not? Why not add that to the mix? Um, and Mercury is forming a conjunction to Neptune, once again putting a strain on communication. So long story short, holy buckets. That's mm-hmm. Thursday, March 16th. And if you do find yourself having a tricky day on Thursday, remember that this too shall pass. And remember that we are in Pisces season. And patience and friendliness go a long way during Pisces season. They really do. Being able to laugh at yourself when things don't go your way, oh man, that goes a long way in Pisces season because Pisces is always going to find a way to remind us that we are not in control of every aspect of our life. We just aren't. We want control. Mm -hmm. We, We move towards control. Pisces season rolls around. It's like, hey, um, news for you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then you see, and you see how people respond to it. But again, we're eventually getting to Aries, you know, and then you can have control again and that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but Pisces challenges us in that department. It does. It you does. know, it really does test our faith. It really does. It really does. So that's yes. part of why we have Pisces. Okay, so I'm gonna re- remind myself to not take myself too seriously during Pisces season or any time of year, but especially this time of year. Yeah, there's still a few days left of Pisces season to to not take yourself too seriously. Yes, if you have as you were warning us. <laughs> Thursday is the day, right? Thursday, Thursday holy is buckets. the day. So do buckets. not take yourself too seriously on Thursday. Patience and kindness on Thursday especially. Absolutely. Thank you. That That's perfect. That's a perfect way to, to put that. By Friday, March 17th, it will be St. Patrick's Day. And yep, you will be ready for a drink. Mm. The main thing I'm looking at on Friday is this. And I'll try to phrase it in a way that makes sense. But Friday, March 17th, Mars will move to 26 degrees Gemini. This is noteworthy because this is the point where that long, drawn-out Mars retrograde we've been experiencing for the past several months is finally over. Uh, Now, Mars technically stationed direct back on January 11th. That's technically when the retrograde period ended. But now that Mars is moving into the 26th degree, it's finally moving forward for the first time since October 30th of last year. That's when the retrograde period first started. okay? Okay? So on October 30th, when Mars went retrograde, at that time... Mars was at 25 degrees Gemini. Then the retrograde period started, and, and Mars started backtracking. Then it went all the way back to 8 degrees Gemini. Mm. Then the retrograde period ended. Mars starts chugging forward again. Then it went direct in January, and now it's moving along, moving along, moving along. It's finally going to move past 25 degrees Gemini, and that means forward motion. Forward motion with your career, forward motion with your relationships, mm. forward motion with darn near anything in your life that has maybe been stalled or delayed. Mm. Don't be surprised to start seeing progress beginning March 17th. Or it could come in the form of empowerment. Maybe you get a burst of energy, a renewed confidence, and a sense of direction that you haven't felt in a while. Nice. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Yes. And I think part of the reason that Thursday, March 16th, is shaping up to be a bit of a mess, you know, at least on paper, is because certain things we've needed to deal with or confront when Mars was in this lengthy retrograde period, they're going to be coming to a head. Okay. So if you can get past Thursday, you know, I'm not saying it's all rainbows afterwards, but there'll be at least a faint rainbow starting Friday. Okay. Um, So March 17th, yep, Mars moving to the 26th degree. That's a big deal. The moon will be in Aquarius on Friday, and it will also be in Aquarius on Saturday, March 18th. And if you're not too hungover from St. Patrick's Day, you might also notice on March 18th that Mercury will enter Aries. So Friday, March 17th is Mercury's last full day in Pisces. Um, So this week we have Venus leaving Aries for Taurus, and Venus has not been happy in Aries, and it's going to be much happier in Taurus. Mm -hmm. And then we have Mercury leaving Pisces, and Mercury was not happy in Pisces. Mm -hmm. Mercury's moving into Aries. So Venus and Mercury 
are going to be feeling a lot better about themselves by next weekend. But in the meantime, there's a transition here and a little bridge to get us there. And again, some stuff might be coming to a head. Um, So that's this upcoming week. And just taking a quick look ahead to the following week, the sun will enter Aries on Monday, March 20th. The 20th is also the spring equinox. There's a new moon on Tuesday, March 21st in the sign of Aries. And Pluto will enter Aquarius on March 23rd. And Pluto entering Aquarius is not a big deal. That is a massive deal. Uh, More on that next week. And Mars will finally leave the sign of Gemini on Saturday, March 25th. So, yeah, uh, next couple weeks we'll see where we we land. (laughs) But in the meantime, thank you guys for listening. We love you. And I think Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Get into a comfortable position. We're going to take three slow, deep breaths in and out. But first, release any tension you may be carrying in your body. Unclench your jaw. Release the tension in your forehead. Let your shoulders drop. And together, let's take a slow, deep breath in. And release. Deep breath in, and deep breath out. Last deep breath in, and deep breath out. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you so much for listening. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Something About Astrology and on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. We hope you have a great weekend, a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.